Hi, and welcome back to HFC. Uh, this week, we're going to be focusing on the topic of anger, why it's bad to hold on to anger, why it's, you know, bad to take pleasure in anger, why it's bad to allow anger to overwhelm you and to control you, why it's bad to use anger as a fuel, because I know I've personally done that in life previously. Um, it's just, it's not a good thing. And we're going to talk about that as we get into the verse, but it was actually funny because I didn't mean to talk about this verse and I feel like I say that every week, but what happened was I had a situation where I was really dealing with some frustration and anger and I just felt like I wasn't being heard. And it was just like, I didn't feel like I did the right, the wrong thing. And I still don't believe that I did the wrong thing, but I got upset because of the way that someone reacted to me. And I was like, I wasn't even showing you any kind of disrespect. And it just, you know, it allowed anger to flow in. And I'm not going to allow myself to be overwhelmed by the anger again and, and delve into the conversation because it's not important. What's important is I felt anger and <laughs> and I felt like I was basically trying to prove why it was okay for me to um, kind of have felt anger. And I was acknowledging it. Yes, I was acknowledging it. And I was, I was acknowledging that that it was wrong, but I still was allowing myself to just, I wanted to share the story and like kind of get some conviction from someone else that, I, oh yes, I was right in being angry. Yes. Um, they shouldn't have said that to you and just, you know, get some like validation, like, Hey, I wasn't too bad. And, and like, cause I kind of, I kind of snapped at them. It didn't, it wasn't like a long snap, it was just a quick snap. And then I instantly felt conviction, but it was still a snap. And, you know, I felt like God, I feel like God, really spoke to me because that same night um I was reading my daily verse on the Bible app, um, Holy Bible on App Store. It literally says Holy Bible on it. It's brown. And they have a daily verse. And the daily verse was talking about anger and and yeah, that's what I ended up focusing on because I felt like God was just really speaking that into uh to me this week. And so um it was funny because I had another verse planned, but then I started realizing as I was trying to do the verse that I still wanted to get so much, some more information that kind of showed why that verse was um, important and also kind of just backed that verse up and showing more examples uh, in the Bible. So I wanted to get more information. So we're focusing on this one because I don't know, it was relevant. It was, it was really more. I hadn't, I haven't been angry like that in a while, um, but I, I was definitely angry and frustrated and I felt like Satan was coming for me. I just felt like my anger like welling up inside and I, I was just constantly praying and it was a whole thing for like an hour. But anyway, that night, um, God began to speak to me and the verse that I saw that night was, but I tell you that anyone, it's sorry, it's Matthew 5, 22. It says, but I tell you that anyone who's angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raka is answerable to the court and anyone who says you fool will be in danger of the fire of hell. So that's that's the first part of talking about, and it's essentially saying that in God's eyes, being angry with someone in our hearts is the same as murdering them. Um, when we and it's also going on to say that when when we hold on to the anger, we become, you know, in danger of you know the fiery pits of hell. Because what that does is that anger, when we enjoy it, we that's part of the flesh, and we start to open doors when we allow the anger to stay, and we start to open doors when we you know, continue to speak on the anger, talk about the anger, hold on to it and not let it go and not let God move through us and give us peace. I'm going to continue to read on from that verse. It actually, I'm going to start at 21 and work my way down to um, 26. So Matthew 5, 21 through 26, it says, 
You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there, remember that your brother has something against you. Leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. So I feel like that verse goes on to share that not only is it important to not hold on to anger because that opens doors and allows us to be you know, attacked because we're opening doors, we're allowing things in, we're giving them a way in. But it also mentions the importance of not holding on to anger when we're trying to offer something to God. We can't have anger because that's not of God and be trying to offer something up to God because that's those are two conflicting things. And we know in the Bible it says, be either hot or cold, not lukewarm, or God will spit you out. And so that's part of what it's saying here. Like, you can't be trying to offer a gift to God, trying to come up to the altar if you're still holding on to the anger. Forgiveness as well isn't just for, you know, someone else. It's also for ourselves. Like it says, when we hold on to anger, we allow ourselves to open doors to sin. When we forgive others, we close those doors and give God a chance to begin working on what's inside of us. Realistically, I don't I don't think this verse is too deep. It's just sharing that it's important to not hold on to anger. It's important to forgive others. It's important to not allow that anger to dwell in you, to become a source of fuel, because I know I know I, I personally have allowed anger to take a part in my life and it shut me off to so many joyful emotions. It um it made me believe that I was weak and that I could only focus on anger and it stopped me from, you know, being able to use God, allowing God to move, because I was so focused on using my own anger and my own frustration that God was sitting there the whole time like, Hey, I'm a better option and truly he was a better option because I, as I found myself closer to God, as I found myself praying and reading the Bible more, I found a lot more peace. And just, you know, general joy. I just found so much more happiness and fulfillment when I when I went with God. And I don't I don't know what else to say. I can't really convince you to do that. Just just try it. The next time you get angry, ask God, just God, you know, help me to to forgive this person. I ask for forgiveness. Um, to help, ask for your help to forgive this person, but I also ask for help for forgiving myself for being angry because I know sometimes we we get upset for maybe what we did in anger. We have regrets. Lord, forgive me. Let your blood wash over me and cleanse me and just, you know, give me a second chance to kind of make things right, Lord. Begin to move with me. Let my actions, Lord, I submit my actions and my will to you. Do Lord control, control my thoughts, control my anger. Lord, I submit it all to you. Give me your peace, dear Lord. Let your, let your peace drop into my into my spirit like a soothing water, soothing the anger, the fiery angry that anger that I feel, dear Lord. Let me feel peace that'll help me to begin to just love on people like you call us to love. You say that's the greatest commandment, to love others. And I'm not trying to pray, but he does call on us. He does say love is the most important commandment. And when we're angry with someone, we can't truly love them the way that they're meant to be loved. And I'm going to be honest, sometimes people intentionally get you angry because they know if you're angry, you won't speak to them about God. I know I was that way. Um, back when I was still having issues and I really didn't want to hear about God. I would get people upset just so they would stop talking to me and, and get exasperated and just leave me alone. And perhaps that's a situation that you're facing, right? Instead of getting anger, angry, instead of you trying to do something out of the anger, instead focus on God and say, God, I don't know what's going on in this situation. Only you know what's behind the scenes. I ask for you to intervene on 
intervene in the situation. Lord, I can't see what's going on in the spiritual realm, but I just ask you to give us both peace, to give us clear wisdom and understanding to speak. And I'm praying as if this is someone in church, but if it's not someone in church, Lord, you can say, I pray whatever anger, whatever um, spirits on them that doesn't want them to talk to me or that has them upset with me, whatever spirit that's on them that doesn't, you know, allow us to have a peaceful conversation. I just pray your peace over them, dear Lord. And I pray the blood of Jesus over the lives. Bless them, dear Lord. Bless them with your peace. Bless them with your mercy. Bless them with your grace. And let them just just be freed from whatever spirits, any strongholds, any curses that might be on them. Um, because it's important. It's important when we when we when we don't focus on anger and we're and we're able to offer people forgiveness, then that gives them a chance to not focus on anger. And it's so much easier for us. And I know I know it's not. It's so much easier for us as Christians because we have God that we can turn to offer us peace. We don't have to manufacture this peace or pretend that we're peaceful. We can have God's peace and feel peace in every situation. And because of that, we're able to forgive people. And again, when you're forgiving people, they begin to wonder, what is so different about this person that I've done everything I can, but he constantly forgives me? And so when they're feeling stressed out or feeling worried, they might come to you and say, hey, you just always seem to have it so together. What do you What do? You do? What is, what, is diff- what is different about you? What can I do? Because I'm so tired and they might come to him. And that's part, particularly what happened to me was I got so tired of being stressed out, so tired of being depressed, so tired of being anxious, worried, insecure, that I looked at people who were genuinely joyful in my life. And I realized they were always talking to me about God. And because of that situation, I was finally able to give God a chance. And I started to explore uh, the relationship with God with, on my own. Like It wasn't something that happened in a day. It wasn't something that happened in a month. It happened over years. And because of people speaking it into, uh, into my life and not dwelling on anger, not, you know, taking pleasure and forgiving me and speaking to me and just constantly speaking, you know, kind words and the gospel into my life, I was changed. There is power in not getting angry. Like that verse says, we kill people, we murder people with our anger because when we are angry, we're not able to let God move. We're not able to speak life into that person. So we end up killing them because we don't give them a chance to to have the spiritual connection that we have. And we kill people, even people who have a spiritual connection, who do know God. When there's anger in us, perhaps God sees something on that person that you don't see. And there's a reason that you need to speak to them, right? And there's spirits that are are causing conflict between you two. Maybe there's something they need to tell you, Right? But you're you're getting angry, or they're getting angry. And just again, just pray God's peace of that. Say, Lord, I don't know what's going on here. I can't see in the spiritual realm, but I just pray and I rebuke whatever is happening here. Let us speak with your words. Let us speak in your peace. Let us just have your peace and let us be able to converse like godly Christians and let us, you know, share our wisdom and our understand and your understanding with each other. I just there's that one verse that I always loved and I I don't know it off the top of my head. I'm so bad with remembering verses, but um, I'll put it on the Instagram. But it talks about the importance of not going to bed angry. And not even like, yes, it's important that it's a verse, but even just godly, like you never know what's going to happen through the night. People might not wake up the next day. You know, you might not see them the next day and they might be gone. I don't want to be the person who lives with that regret of, I should have forgiven them. I should have said I love them. I should have, you know, spoken life into them. And be upset that my anger stopped me from doing that, or honestly, any feeling that fear stopped me from doing that, insecurity, my pride stopped me from saying, hey, I'm sorry, right? Anger's 
never could at any situation. So to recap, um, this is a short week because um, I'm not necessarily feeling well, but I still think this is a very important thing to remember. Anger has no place in our lives. God has eternal peace that he's willing to offer us, grace, mercy, that he's willing to offer us, forgiveness that he's willing to offer us. And there's so many verses that talk about we should forgive others as he forgives us. Right? Who am I to take God's forgiveness and then say, well, now I can't forgive you because, you know, you didn't pay me back or something. Like, that's not of God. Um, we should be loving each other regardless. Right? One thing that God's always told me about, and that this is not like related, but one thing that God's always told me about giving is give as if you won't get anything back because you're not looking to receive anything from them because your treasures are not of this world. Your treasures are in heaven. So when you give, give fully of your heart, give, give joyfully, give, give in love, right? Not in anger, just give in love because regardless of whether they pay you back, regardless of whether you actually end up seeing something from that, the important part is that God sees what you're doing. God sees that you're being obedient, willing, giving, loving, caring, and he's going to reward you for that. He's going to bless you. Uh, there's that. <laughs> there's so many verses that I, I think of, but I can't remember. Um, oh, it's um, it's a verse about prayer, but it's it still kind of connects. It talks about the importance of praying in private. It just says, "Surely the people who pray in public, using like all kinds of words and stuff to call attention to themselves, they have already received their reward." Right, they receive their attention. But for people who do things in private, for people who do things without seeking reward, your reward is so much greater because you're receiving from God. And I don't know if anybody needed to hear that, but that's just something that I've always known. Um, also, beyond God, my mom's always told me that. She's told me, don't give expecting something back. Give because you want to give and because you know that you can give and you know that whatever you're giving for is for a good cause. Like, Pray about it and stuff because you never know what people are going to do for the money. But if God calls you to do something, give them money. If it's a homeless person on the street, give them money. If it's someone at your church and you're like, well, I feel like they might go spend it on, you know, alcohol or something. Or it's someone on the side of the street who really needs money and they're asking you for money and God says, give them money. And you're like, but what if they go use it for something like unimportant, like um, beer or drugs or um, just, you know, go pay their bills or movie. It's it's not about what they do with the money. It's about the fact that God asked you to be obedient and you were obedient. That's the important part. <laughs> but again, to recap, don't be angry. Let God, you know, pour his peace, his peace like water over your fiery anger and just completely just snuff it out. Your anger belongs nowhere in you. Just allow God to move in you because when anger is within us, we cannot offer anything to God because He can't use us. He can't show love when you're angry. He can't um, share with people when you're angry. I mean, He can, obviously He can do some stuff, but I'm saying like you're, you're, you're limiting God because of what you're doing, because of your anger. God is going to use the people who show love and who can, who are in His peace to do things. And I feel like I'm going to get some flack of that because I talk about limiting God and it's it's not that we're limiting God, it's that we're limiting what God can do in us specifically because God will find a way. Whether Where God has that, that plan and purpose, He's going to find a way, but if we're not in the right spot for God to use us, He will not use us. If we're holding on to anger, He will not use us is what I'm saying. Anyway, as always, I just kind of, I just kind of want to go ahead and pray for us for this week. 
because again, we never know what's going on in the week. And it's going to be a quick prayer. Um, nothing too fancy, nothing too long. And I, I know I feel like I say that um, every time, but dear God, just be with us this week. Um, I don't know if any of us are having anger issues or having trouble forgiving people or having trouble giving with a loving heart and not feeling frustrated, not feeling angry with people because they're not doing the same thing. But remind us that our treasures are not of this world. Our treasures come from heaven. If we receive our treasures um, from here, that's our reward. And so much greater are your rewards, God, that we want your rewards, not the rewards of this world. Help us to do things out of love, not out of anger or frustration or or any of the, any other emotion other than love. Let us do it because you are calling us to do it. If you call us to do something, let us do it with love. Let us give with love. Let us do everything that we do with love. Lord, we submit our thoughts, our actions, and our, our, our body to your will. We submit everything to your will. Let, let your fruits of the Spirit begin to dwell within us and begin to grow and anoint us with your holy oil. Oh, overflow in us that we might overflow into the people around us just continue to give us your peace so that other people will wonder one day why are you so peaceful despite the fact that you're in these same stressful situations as me and we we can use that opportunity to share with them your good word your gospel dear lord and change their life just continue to give us your peace continue to help uh, help us combat this anger lord because your peace can overcome any obstacle your power is over anything the authority you have given us is over everything Help us to rebuke the anger when we feel it. Let not even a slight bit of anger dwell within us. Help us just continue to work on us, dear Lord. Continue to, to find yourself in us. I, I, I invite you into my, into my, into my heart, into my spirit, dear Lord. Just be with me. Just be with me constantly, dear Lord. Anoint me again. Forgive me for any sins. Forgive me for any anger that I felt. Thank you, Lord, for your endless forgiveness. Thank you, Lord, for your endless grace and mercy. Just thank you for giving me chance after chance after chance because. Lord knows, you know that I mess up constantly. Help me to remember to give other people that same forgiveness that you offer me. I may not be perfect at it, but help me to remember. Convict me, Lord, and let me be receptive to your conviction. Let me be sensitive to you speaking into my life that I'm I'm allowing anger to dwell in me, that I'm allowing anger to change how I'm acting or what I'm saying or the words that I'm speaking. Let me do everything that I do with love and not anger. As we work through this week, Lord, just continue to give us peace. Continue to give us your mercy. I thank you for your endless peace. I thank you for your endless mercy. Just continue to work on us and and help us to remember that anger has no position here. That everything we do, we should do with love and not with any other negative emotion. Just love, love, and love. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for turning into this week's episode of HFC. I really just hope that this message touched you, that it spoke to you, or maybe that you'll share it with someone who it will touch. The thing that I always pray for these episodes is that, you know, ultimately that even if it's just one person or, you know, one situation that I'm speaking God's word into, that it it changes that situation that it gives you peace that it guides you wisdom as you know these things guide and give me wisdom because almost they do for more verses and stuff check out the hopeful christian instagram i'll be posting more there but other than that god bless you and have a nice week